Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This segment is going to be talking about how to get rid of demons. And so I'm going to be talking about a lot of scriptures, um, and we're going to talk just a moment about how to get rid of demons. This is the last phase of my demonology section, and so I just wanted to talk about it for just a few minutes. But before I talk, I just want to say a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this day. Thank you for another opportunity, Lord God, to come before you, Lord God, and to share your word, to give me new perspective on all things. I pray for any of my listeners, Lord God, that need your healing power, your healing virtue, that they would receive it, Father God. I pray for anyone that is listening, Lord God, that needs some encouragement, Lord God, that they are being attacked and they don't understand why, that you would touch right now, God, and let them know that you are there that you have never left them nor forsake them. And Lord, I appreciate you oh so much. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. And I'm your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly, and we're going to talk just a little bit about um, how to get rid of demons. The first scripture I want to talk about is Matthew 8 and 16. Matthew 8 and 16. So one of the ways that you can figure out how to get rid of demons is to, so I'm going to read this verse, so uh, for those who don't have a Bible with them, that they'll be able to, you know, follow along with us as well. So Matthew 8 and 16, it says, And when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast them cast out the spirits with a word and healed all that were sick. So we know that the spoken word of God is one way to get rid of demons. We know that God spoke things into existence, so it just makes sense that he would be able to speak to the demon and have him move. We know that uh, there was a scripture in the Bible where it talks about the uh, demon came and fell before uh, Jesus and Asked them, did you come to torment me before my time? And he told them um, to to be quiet, first of all. (laughs) And then they asked permission to go into the swine, and the swine went over the cliff and killed itself. So we know that Jesus has that spoken word power to be able to get rid of the demons. So let's look at some of the things that we can do as well. So looking at Matthew, the seventh chapter, Verse 16, it says, You know them by their fruit. Do man gather grapes for thorn thistles or figs for thistles uh, for thorn bushes and then figs for thistles? So in other words, what he's saying, what uh, the Lord was sharing with me is that we have to validate our fruit. We have to make sure that our fruit is um, active and that it is uh, working. We know the scripture for the fruit of the Spirit is Galatians 5, 22 through 23. So let me give you a list of the fruit, a list of proof that you have fruit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And that came from Galatians 5 and 22. So let's read just a little bit more. Uh, Let's get a little bit further down the line 
So we can give you these uh, attributes that we know will help us to be able to get rid of the demons. So the other thing that you can have, let's look at Matthew 15 and 25. So Matthew 15 and 25 says, And then she came and worshipped him and said, Lord, help. Well, we know that this is the woman that had the demon-possessed daughter. Um, and it was during the time that Jesus had told her that it wasn't for him to come to the Gentiles or give meat to the dogs, as I think is the actual scripture, how it says. And, um, but she was persistent. She asked him, Lord, she worshipped him. So we know that it was we worship God that we can get rid of the demons. Another scripture, I'm not going to read it, uh, that talks about uh, the fact that we need to worship God and worship helps us uh, to uh, get rid of the demons of our lives is uh, Mark 5 and 6. So another thing that can help us uh, to get rid of the demons is to, let's look at Luke, the 10th chapter. Luke 10, and we're going to be reading verses 17 through 20 and this was a good one that uh, kind of shows you another thing that we need because you know uh, and let me let me read it first before I start sharing uh, what I think okay and then the 70 returned with joy saying Lord even the demons are subject to us um, in your name and he said to them I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven Behold, I give you the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Let's read 20. Nevertheless, you know, there's always a nevertheless, right? So do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And so, we know that God is saying that he gives us power over the devil, to, over the demons. And that's another way for us to get rid of the demons. But he also wants you to remember that although he gave you the power, don't rejoice in the power, but rejoice in the fact that you are saved, sanctified, and filled with his Holy Ghost. So let's look at another scripture uh, that will help us today. So James the fourth chapter, another way to get rid of demons. I hope you guys are counting because I, I, I'm not. But I do want to share this with you to make sure that you don't have to be lost. Uh, the demon is coming. The devil is coming. We'll talk about that. There's another verse we're going to talk about today. We're also going to get that in. So James 4, and we're just going to read verses 7 through 10. It says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Close your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. So there's several things in there, and I'm just going to give you the three things that I saw that will help us to get rid of demons. Submission to God, of course. Resistance, resist the devil. And purification and humility. And so we know that these attributes 
will help us to so to help us to get rid of the demons. So there's another scripture, first uh, John four and four, and actually it just really talks about how greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so Jesus is just telling us that with us having uh, salvation and the spirit of God on the inside of us, that we can defeat the enemy. And there's another way for us to be able to get rid of the demons. So I wrote this little passage and I want to talk about it. So I said, how do I convince myself that in that I in Christ is greater than my enemies. And then another scripture is verse first Timothy two through fifteen. It says, Study to show yourself approved, workmen that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so we have to be able to study God's word. And this also helps us and gives us the confidence that it's not us in the first place, but it is the Lord that is actually getting rid of the demons. And then I said that um Our salvation is not based on merit. So I'll give you one final verse that we're going to be talking about. And we're going to be going to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And we're going to read verses 10 through 20. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. And we are still talking about how to get rid of demons. How to get rid of demons. So I appreciate you guys coming on and listening to my podcast. Um, it is it has been an exciting journey. Um, the original podcast that I had made for this uh, the actual Sunday or Bible study that I did on Wednesday um, it um, didn't record, um, and so you're getting tidbits of the actual because God really moved during the Bible study, but. I'm sure this will help you, uh, even though we didn't get to record it live. So so let's look at Ephesians uh, 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the dark age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness. In the heavenly places. This is the New King James Version, by the way. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which ye will be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God pray always in all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mysteries of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak so Paul even threw in a little request of his own but we're going to talk about this so we see that God says that to be strong in him 
will help us to be to get rid of these demons and he talks about putting on the whole armor of God and of course I have this kind of crazy mind because I think okay if you're putting something on then what are you taking off well we know that the opposite of those things that we talked about in Galatians 5 and 23 you know opposite of love is hate the opposite of joy uh, is torment and so we know that we need to pull off those things that would hinder God's spirit from moving on the inside of us he says to put on the whole armor of God. And I wanted to give you the definition of wows because we don't really talk like this anymore. It means sly tricks or beguiled, like the devil beguiled Eve in, the, in Genesis, a lore of the devil. Uh, you know, the devil is sneaky. He doesn't come to you straightforward. He's always sneaky. Even when he talked to Jesus after he, Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he gave him two preliminary things, but then he finally got to the meat of the matter. Uh, you know, really, I just want you to worship me. And that was his whole premise and whole purpose. So uh, we know that we have to have a battle plan. Principalities or territorial princes, uh, powers or supernatural powers, rulers of darkness as the government, governors over the princes um, in the area. Uh, I don't want to get too deep. Uh, the Lord told me don't get deep because... I don't want to lose lose anybody. So, and then spiritual wickedness. So there are some things that we know in these scriptures that'll tell us that um, tell us how to get rid of demons. So we know that uh, one is truth. He talks about that in the Bible. Two is uh, heart and righteousness and evil. You know, not an evil heart. Uh, that we have to go in peace, shedding our feet. Um, then we have to have the shield of faith, which guards our heart and mind. The helmet, you got to know you are secure in God. And number six, the sword of the spirit. We need to know the word of God and you need to um, listen to the word of God. And um, you got to pray and watch. Speak God's word, not your own thoughts, and be an ambassador for Christ. So this is just a little bit of little tidbits about um, how we can not only get rid of demons, but we also need to know more about our word. So I'm going to end with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for our listeners. And Lord, we love you and appreciate you all so much. So guess what? We'll see you next time when we'll be doing a study on Esther.